0: Love, talk Radio. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Define You Radio classes in session. I am your host, Valencia Grishin Wallace, and of course, I'm joined by one of my beautiful queen co-hosts, hot seat co-host, Queen Lavon Copeland. Queen Lavon, if you want to go ahead and say hey to the audience, <laughs> hello, everybody. And hey, Queen Lavonne, T- Today huh? has really kind of been a long Tuesday In fact, I thought it was Wednesday If you guys caught my uh, <laughs> mistake on, on uh, Facebook I posted like a, wi- uh, what I put, wiz- Wisdom Wednesday And mm-hmm. Queen Levon, see, that's see that's how you know when you got queens in your corner She was like, uh, <laughs> no And I was like, "Oh my goodness! Hopefully, something that means something special is going to happen tomorrow." Um, You know, I always look for the goodies. So, with that Mm -hmm. being said, make sure you guys are connected with us on IG, which is Instagram and Facebook at Define You Radio, where you can find out, you know, the next show that's going on, know how to get in contact with me and my beautiful co-host. So. This series has been something. And if this is you guys' first time listening, I definitely say go back a couple of episodes because I think we started in November with our Leave It Behind in 2018. Mm -hmm. And I have been enjoying it. I've learned a lot because all of us have been putting in our gumbo of knowledge and especially last week when we talked about money, which was interesting. So what have mm-hmm. you thought about about the series? Do you think people are, are learning from it? You're getting a lot of good feedback with the, with the Leave It Behind in 2018 series. I really do. I think people are enjoying because we're actually causing them to, like, stop and think because some of the topics, you know, we started out with the um, – price tag mentality, which was very popular, you know, with a lot of our um, Facebook followers, they were chiming in. And then when we talked about the type of people we should be leaving in 2018, I think that was a big one, and I think we actually gave people, you know, some background behind the types of people, but we also gave them some characteristics to look for. So I think people really enjoyed that. And then, of course, like you said, we talked about um, last week with the money uh, mindset, um, you know, we're going to leave debt in 2018 because we're if we're queens and kings and we have our crowns on, we can't go into 2018 broke down and beat down and, you know. So I think people are really loving the topic because we're causing them to really prepare for 2019. Mm. You said it so eloquently. And I was just going to say, yeah, I know a lot of people probably unfriended and unfollowed, (laughs) especially when we went through our our series. But we we really need to do that with – I know myself personally, a lot of people, I – unfollow I'm really getting more intentional with 2019 so mm-hmm. you know people that post negative or questionable stuff I don't ha- I don't need to see it I'm really getting more protective of my space yes. and I feel better like no guilt mm-hmm. so and that's Which a great kinda, feeling what to unfollow people and to that's do it and feeling. not have that guilt and not have that guilt because, you know, in the past when you've held on to that and you kind of go back and forth in your mind like, you know, should I, or what if they need, you know, we play these games in our minds. so I'm thinking it's a great feeling when you can say, you know what, I can actually cut this person off, you know, and I'm okay with it, you know, and, and seriously right. be okay. And especially when it comes to those FBF your facebook mm-hmm. friends, your social media friends. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just be honest about a, a few things. You don't mm-hmm. know them. You don't have no connection with them just cuz they like and comment on a couple of your posts. Don't mean mm-hmm. that you have some type of um unwritten unsaid loyalty. You haven't. We I think a lot of times we build relationships with no foundation. And we, we you ding, know, and ding, a lot ding, of times that's naked. Yes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like God. like that one, that, huh? Yes. Because yes. we do. I mean, we really do that. And then when we sat back, and I want to say someone had posted a meme or something on social media that, Said something to the same effect that then when we when that person doesn't live up to our expectations, you know we feel bad or we want to you know be mad at that person. But how can you be mad that they didn't live up to your expectation when you never set the foundation of what your expectations were, right? Yes. That's like people, and it's it's funny, and guys, like, we're going to get into what we're talking about tonight in a minute, but this is really interesting, um, you know, because number one, with the holidays fast approaching, I don't know if this may or may not be the last show of the year, you know, me and my mm-hmm. co hosts are definitely going to discuss that, so we're going to give it all to you tonight, but I've mm-hmm. seen so many people that uh fall- fall in love literally fall in love um by somebody's social media, and then they start okay yeah, now we're gonna we're gonna meet, and this is my my new my my bay or my husband, or I'm so in love, I never knew I could fall in love, and it's built on what, and then next thing you know two months later they they've tried to wipe all. Social media evidence of this relationship <laughs> that they built based off of photoshops and good quotes uh with a dude or a girl, and uh but my memory's something I'm mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. so you know people don't realize like you can't you have to please believe I'm not posting those ugly pictures of me, for instance. When I wake up in the morning with my glasses on, uh, my bonnet, or anything like that. No, you, when Valencia posts pictures, Valencia's giving face, body, I'm sucked in and tucked right and everything else. Um, you know, I'm not going to post most, you know, I've gotten better with my posts, but I'm not going to post how, you know, I was ready to chop somebody's head off in traffic or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever else. You know, it's like, you know, so based on, like, we really need to get to know people and have, like you said, some requirements before we start friendships or start collaborating and surely before starting a relationship, that's how people end up on the ID channel. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) And you see everybody talking about, I didn't think they were like that. I didn't know. Did you take the time to investigate any of this stuff, learn something? Nope. So I want to add that one to our people to leave behind in 2018. (laughs) Like, really, really look. Don't just look, because it's like when you meet people off social media and don't know who they are and they look nothing Mm -hmm. Like what they look like on social media. That's a, a topic for that's a 2019 topic. It is. I'm just saying. Um, yes. One of the things I want to just quickly kind of throw out there because I don't know about Queen Lavon, but I'm over 40. And as we yeah. get older, okay, I, I was 90% sure, but I didn't want to assume because you know we retain our youth. <laughs> Girl, um, you the way out of hashtag the road to forty five, I think everybody knows You know I'm what? You are you are one hundred percent correct. I, I blame it on a whole lot of stuff. That no I didn't coffee. remember that. Right. I know, that's okay. Um, or cold coffee. One one yeah. of the things that me and me and Queen LeBon was having this conversation um before we got on live tonight that I've been having an issue with, you know, my CEO mornings, which is supposed to happen at 4 or 4.35 around that time. And mm-hmm. I realized what it was. I take a supplement, and I think I've said this, like, probably a while ago, um, mm-hmm. called MACA, M-A-C-A. And it is a, a natural supplement, and I've been taking it for a while, probably a little over a year. And as you grow older, your hormones get out of whack. Mm-hmm. That that's a nice way to say it, and it's not just women, men too um, your emotions, different things with your body, so taking this supplement helps me get up in the mornings, it helps me you kind of maintain, and I actually ran out of it because where I live here locally, um, where I live here in Louisiana, the only place I could get it is like either GNC or Walmart and if I run out, I roughly have a six- and seven-day window before it's out of my system, and I'm fighting to get up. I'm fighting my emotions all day, those different things. So I was saying, you know, I ran out, but now um, now I could actually get it from Walmart. I meant to say the only place I could get it before was GNC or Amazon. But now it's. I started back taking it. I was able to find it at Walmart because they're getting hip to the health and wellness thing. Um And so now, y'all, give me about four days, it'll be fully back in my system because it's a process getting it back in. But I do recommend anybody try that. Um, All the brands that I've pretty much tried are really good, and you take a a certain, like, do, do your research, look at what milligrams you need to take, so on and so forth. But that is something I take, so I should be back on my CEO morning soon. With all that being said, the pre-show chatter. was trying to loosen y'all up before we get into tonight's show. <laughs> so put that on your list, Queen yeah. Lebron. I'm telling you. Oh, to try. honey, I already got the page pulled up and looking at the different varieties. <laughs> Why? Why you talking? It's, I'm telling. Girl, I'm telling you. It yeah. it changes your life. I ain't this happy. I'm all loving day. what I'm reading. I'm loving it's what a, I'm reading about it. And that's the thing that we, we need to do research on. Um, and when I say research, just natural things. And y'all know Queen Shannon is the one that's all about that life. Queen mm-hmm. Queen Levon is, is about that life. I'm dipping and dabbing in that life. I'm dipping and dabbing. But as we get older, you know, we need to look at our bodies change. You know, so what I what I'm able to do at 41, about to be 42, um, it's a little different now. Every, mm-hmm. every month, every every age, I'm discovering something new. You know, those the sit ups mm-hmm. getting a little harder, dealing with things are getting a little harder. So anything, especially if it's natural, that could help this aging process. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Angela Bassett, uh, Viola Davis, they are hashtag gold. Yes for me.
1: God, you
0: know? Yes. Now. Oh. So you have to you have to think it's it's not that they know things we don't know, but if you look at their their lifestyle, the one what we know about their their lifestyle and it's evident they're not just talking the talk. It's evident in the way that they look. Mhm. And no mm-hmm. no surgeries for neither one of them as far as I know. So we have to be more mindful of um, the things that's out there that's available to us because I'm going to tell you it's easier to use something like that. That's natural and will work with your body versus you having to go to the doctor later to get something with all those side effects and you see one of those late-night commercials and realize it's something you took. And then you in one of those big – claims or whatever lawsuits, whatever they call it. Um I get so tired of the commercials. Jesus. I know. I mean tonight. Um, over over. It's great. Right. And it makes you want not want to take anything. I've never seen one it's for not. natural supplements. So y'all mm-hmm. need to look into that. Um mm-hmm. knowledge is power only if you use it. Okay. So um but that, that kind of is a segue with what we're talking about tonight because one of the things I said is that maca does definitely help me with my with my moods and those hormones and those different things. And tonight we're talking about one of the issues in life that we all have dealt with. People really deal with this the end of, at the end of the year, beginning of the year, and it's an issue that kind of stays around sometimes and it sucks the life out of you and it tends to linger and it's self-doubt. So that's one of the things that we want to work on leaving behind in 2018. And I actually uh, have a quote that I thought was really good. It says, when you doubt your power, you give power to your doubt. Oh, that's good. And it's from a, Somebody named Honoré D. Balzic and I'm probably messing their name up, but that's Mm -hmm. what it says. And I thought about that quote. I've given Mm -hmm. power to self-doubt before. You know? I think we all have. You know, we've all been at that place where we've allowed self-doubt to be empowered because of our own actions and our thoughts. I think we all can relate to that. It's um. Self so self doubt I think no it's something nobody wanna say out loud. Nobody wants yes. want to say, you no, know, I doubt myself or whatever. Um, and I the dictionary dot com definition of self doubt is lack of confidence in one oneself and one's ability. And if Mm -hmm. you, especially if you're in this quote-unquote arena of life where you're mentoring people and you're around a lot of positive people, like the last thing you really want to kind of say is, hey, I'm doubting this is an area where I lack confidence. That's a hard thing to admit, but you know what comes to my mind? And Mm -hmm. I would have to go back and find the show. But when we did a show, we were talking about me speaking at the D.A.R.E. conference. Oh, yes um and you gave some some great advice you really helped me help me through it but i lacked um it was a huge opportunity and i think mm-hmm. sometimes with opportunities you're going to doubt yourself a little bit so what are what are your thoughts about self doubt and something that comes to your mind when you think about self doubt well i would you were right on, you hit the nail right on the head because I I had a quote for us for tonight. And what you said is exactly one? what this, no, but it's, it's, what you just said about your ability is what this quote is um, leads to. It says sometimes it is not the lack of ability but the lack of confidence that prevent us from achieving what we really want. Sometimes it's doable, but self-doubt makes it impossible. Mm. and it, this is just off of quotes, Empire, but what what you were saying was exactly right because the, you think about you going to speak at that DARE um, conference. It's not you, it, you're, it wasn't that you doubted that you had the ability because you know that you're a speaker, you know that you're a mentor, you've been a part of the DARE program, so you know, you knew that. that you The ability was not what was your stronghold, but it was, that self doubt you know sometimes that lack of confidence and that questioning ourselves like you said when you are given a platform that sometimes it's like I never imagined I would be here and sometimes that can be a bit much because then we begin to doubt ourselves not in our ability but in am I worthy you know okay mm. yes I know I'm making I'm a good speaker but am I deserving of this you know am have I done enough you know have I sown enough have I grown enough you know what makes them want me so we begin to look at we begin to look at ourselves through other people's eyes and then it's not even our own perspective and it may not even be the perspective of other people but it's what we think people are saying about us or may or even come from other relationships that we want to take those and put it into that same category like oh who is you? Who are you? What what uh, makes you deserving? Just because you done spoke at a few little conferences or you done spoke over here, just because you wrote a book, what makes you worthy? What validates you? And so uh, sometimes we are looking for that validation from other people or we're expecting this validation that says, Okay, it's okay for you to speak here because we we say you're validated, you're certified, you're, you know, okay to do this when We don't have to have that validation, you know, because if you've been given that stamp of approval, you've put in the time, you've put in the research, you know your strengths, you know your talents, you know your gifts, and you know your abilities. Sometimes we just have to be able to own it and say, you know what, I have to do it afraid anyway. Yes, I'm a little nervous. You know, thank God, you know, for this opportunity, but I I have a responsibility to show up. Anyway, mm. in spite of, you know, how I'm feeling, it's my two cents. I I love all two of your cents. Uh, <laughs> classes and session, truly, because I was writing notes because you hit so many, so many points. Um, mm-hmm. And we do, one, one of the things that people don't realize, I think, um, coming out mm-hmm. of a of traumatic bad relationships, I honestly mm-hmm. doubted that I could have a happy, healthy relationship. So, you, you know, mm-hmm. and it was—it's mm-hmm. the craziest thing. One, you focus on the times you you didn't do it right, or nobody else around you have have done it, and you, like you said, you doubt. So much, even though you know like if if you know what a bad relationship is, you know what a good one is, yes, and you know I doubt it like am I worthy of this relationship am i am I worthy of love, and that's something that you hit too with mm-hmm. the self doubt you know they almost they're almost um the same, you know. Mm -hmm. With the Mm self-doubt, you wonder if you're worthy of certain things in, in your life. Are you worthy of this opportunity? And I think kind of rolling it, you know, I think that it'll lead to if you doubt yourself in one area and you don't deal with it, I think it's like a, a trickle down effect, or trickle up, or trickle sideways effect. It's going to trickle into other areas of your life. It will. Oh yes, it most definitely and will. What are your thoughts about that, Queen? Oh, it most definitely will. It's it's. I don't. I I want to say it's like a cancer, but I think that's such a strong word. But it's one. It's like. A viral infection, any type of infection, Mm -hmm. if you don't treat it, it's going to spread. It's just as simple as that. If you don't treat it, if you don't combat it, if you don't validate yourself, I mean, if you don't get it, it's going to spread. Exactly what you said. It's going to spread into other areas, other areas of your life. Mm. Absolutely. Hit the nail. The nail on on the head with that um and people I think people don't realize the seriousness of it and realize that it's nobody is a hundred percent confident a hundred percent of the time oh no, and it's easy that's why I love things like do it afraid and and do it anyway um and that's mm-hmm. one of my tips as far as like defeating self doubt like challenge the doubt, and like Queen Levon said, definitely do it anyway and and take you know take action, do it anyway, like with the with the dare conference, um I had already made the commitment, already put it out there that i so was I not gonna go because I was dealing with some self doubt during that time, no, I made a commitment, and I think that's one of the things that we have to realize, is it, is it a commitment that you made, whether you signed a dotted line or a commitment you made to your children, husband, wife, a commitment you you made that now you're doubting that you can perform, or better yet, a commitment mm-hmm. to yourself. So oh, fo- yeah. I would say focus on the, on the commitment aspect of it, like, look, I got to do it anyway mm-hmm. and take action. Exactly. So, I could I could think of you know definitely like like I said the Dare Conference um, is the first example that came to mind because it was recent. But is there a particular time or a particular thing that happened in your life where you said okay you you actually doubted yourself but you did it anyway and what was that thing to make you go ahead and do it anyway? Oh, most definitely. I would say, you know, at the end of last year, um almost a year a year ago exactly when I, you know, published my first book. Even the weeks leading up to it, the anxiety of I I played on this anxiety of what other people was going to think or say. Well, I I guess Queen LaVon will be dialing back in her call. She dropped, but she'll be back. But um, while we're waiting for her to get back on, one of the things that I do, and I encourage all the listeners to do as well, is I have a a motivation board. So if you think about, um, hey, Queen, if you think about um, a lot of people, and a lot of times I talk about – vision boards, but I have a, a motivation board. And on my motivation board, I have different notes um, from people when I went to speak, um, different things I've accomplished, and those <laughs> things. So that way, whenever I get into a woe is me, I'm doubting everything, and I can look at things I've already done and pull some strength from that. And if you don't have notes to create a motivation board, write yourself some notes. Or look at something I posted in a group about, um, look at people who have been dealt the same or similar hand as you. And I think I might have said it in a live. Somebody else could take the same hand you were dealt with and win with it. What's the difference between you and them? Exactly. Put that person's picture on the board. You know, if um, I may be wrong, but Madam C.J. Walker, I want to say that's who, who I'm talking about. But when she started her her business, they were still separating colored and white only fountains. Yeah. So those are are things we have to. Think about to put on your your motivation board, what keeps you going? What have you already done? So it's a motivation slash accomplishment board, and I like I said, I have one on my wall along with my vision board, and I have Good to idea. keep that in in front of me, but you were telling um talking about when you published your book last year. Yes, I'm sorry. I don't know why my phone just cut off. Um, but I, it was one of those things that I was afraid. I looked at myself through the eyes of other people thinking what their perception was going to be because it was like, okay, what makes you qualified to be a writer? When did you start writing? You know, because for a lot of people, they didn't know that writing was something that I enjoyed doing that I actually did. Um In my free time, and so people, you know, I've played out for those, you know, like what if nobody come, even for, you know, when I was setting up the book signing, you know, I was, like, scared, like, oh, my God, what if nobody comes? What if nobody ordered the book? You know, what if um, I make a mistake or what if nobody likes it? You know, what made me qualify? Where did this idea come from? How am I going to prove, you know, my qualification what do I say you know so I play all those different scenarios but at the end of the day um, I love what you said I begin to have to encourage myself and something that I like teaching I've actually done a teaching about it sometimes you have to be your own cheerleader. And I just felt like, you know what, I'm going to, if no one else, you know what, it doesn't matter if one book failed. You know, I I did something that I wanted to do because at the end of the day, did I do it for someone else? Nope. It was, I did it for me. I know that God had given me this vision, that God gave me a purpose, and that I did my part. I could say I fulfilled my part of the bargain, you know, when I've talked to God about it, and I can feel accomplished because I did it. If I can mm-hmm. check that off of my regret list, you know, I don't want to be in my last days thinking, oh, I really wish I had, you know, I would have liked to write a book. I would have wanted, you know what, at the end, when you're at the end of your life, the last thing you want to have time for is regret. You want to look back and say, wow, I did that. Mm. That's it. I, I love you know? everything you just said. And it, it brings me back to last year when my grandmother passed and those last few months of her life and having discussions with her. And it's a lot of things that you, it was a lot of um, bed bedside regret or whatever you want to call it when you're at that mm-hmm. last moment in life and you think of all the things that you didn't do because you, you know, really doubted you could do them. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Um, you know when we talk about i could start a business when i started mm-hmm. my business years ago and i remember telling my job and see this is i had our, i made a commitment to myself one of the things i always said when cameron made 18 i was going to stop working and um so it was always in my head i've always said it kind of jokingly because i doubted i could start a business because nobody it just seemed like it was one of those ridiculously impossible things that I couldn't do. What I was going to start a business and mm-hmm. who's going to, you know, do my business and I'm, you know, am I really going to make money at it? And uh, it was something completely different from what I kind of played with and stuff before, but mm-hmm. I never forget telling my job, Hey, when my son graduated high school, I'm quitting. And they thought it was like, I was, playing and I wow. actually thought I was playing too but the fact that they doubted I, it's one thing for me to doubt myself <laughs> it's a whole other thing for somebody else to doubt me and it's it sometimes that is the motivation we need and it sucks to say it but you know y'all this is the find you radio we talk real sometimes the fuel that you need is is the doubt of somebody else hmm You know, somebody else. is a big motivator. It it is,
1: mm-hmm. and it's the
0: truth. Like, I could doubt myself, but how do you have the nerve to doubt me? hmm You know, and you, we you get give that. People, I show you spirit. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Somebody <laughs> hashtag that meme it, whatever. <laughs> You do, girl. That's the quickest way to get yeah. that. I'll show you spirit. Let it, them say, no, you can't. Right. It's one thing for people to think certain things, but when they have the nerve to verbalize it, and you could mm, take it two mm. ways. You could you could take that, and you could let it feed into your self doubt. Well, if they don't believe in me, then I'm, it's not going to happen. Are they mm-hmm. God? Is that their name? Is their first name Jesus, last name Christ? If not, then you need their opinions, and I hate to say it like this, but the truth is alike. Their opinions don't matter. And that mm-hmm. that's kind of like brings into my next tip of adopting a, a so whatever you say philosophy. A so what philosophy. Mm-hmm. philosophy. So what if you don't believe in me? So what if, you know, it? so what to whatever. You really have to say so what and stand up for yourself because mm-hmm. you never, no, I'm pretty sure, and I really need Jeff Bezos to call Am- <laughs> Amazon. Um, but I'm 99.9% that while he was fooling around stuff, in his, with, with you know, Amazon, Bill and Amazon, in his garage, people, you know, we probably mm-hmm. got that picture because somebody probably took that picture of him, like, look what this fool doing. That's probably mm-hmm. how we got that picture um, <laughs> of him, you know, or, or Bill Gates, or think of any of those garage shots. They didn't come from 2018 mm-hmm. or the last couple of years. That was somebody taking a picture to probably show them how crazy they looked, mm-hmm. you know, and doing oh, my I research. I never thought about it. If you think about, <laughs> but you're right. Somebody, somebody probably to send to somebody picture. else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look what this right. fool over here doing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You I are mean, so right. And there's there's a picture somewhere else. Um, if you think about the raggedy pictures we see of Oprah when she first mm-hmm. started off, there's a a picture I saw somewhere of Kanye. Uh, back in the day, looking extra raggedy, trying to trying to learn how to um, do whatever with music or whatever. Somebody took. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to put five dollars on it that somebody took that picture to say, "Look how stupid you look," or mm-hmm. uh, "Look what this fool oh doing." Mm-hmm. We oh we don't gosh. think about that. Mm -mm. We don't, you know, so that may be the motivation. That picture and that whoever it was that took that picture of him working in his garage, um, what they they took, might have took to, you know, put doubt in him and and make fun of whatever he was doing. And he probably, no doubt, was doubting himself because what a lot of people don't know. What a lot of people don't know and I do research. It's a reason I get Forbes every month and I do research. Research where you want to go. Just a side side note. Amazon was started because he wanted to be the biggest online book retailer. Wow. And Amazon, you know, I think um, his biggest competition at the time was like Walmart or, you know, something like that with Mm -hmm. the books. I can't remember. They had so many bookstores back then. Who's going to buy books online? You know somebody was saying that. Mm -hmm. And so if we look at how things, this is why you can't let self-doubt defeat you. If you look at the road of Amazon, for instance, what it originally set out to be being how it kind of went to selling other stuff, almost like eBay. And guess what? Now Amazon is one of the, the largest, if not the largest online book retailer. If somebody want a book, okay. what you tell them to do? Go to Amazon. Exactly. Exactly. See how that came full circle mm-hmm. and even, and it, it came full, and people don't realize like, when he saw, okay, somebody was probably saying, oh, how are you going to compete with Walmart? How are you going to compete with uh, Books A Million or whatever those other bookstores? Ha-ha, let me take this picture. And he could have let whatever self-doubt he was dealing with defeat him or he could say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to do this anyway. So what? At least I tried. And what if he would (laughs) have Gave up. I think what we wouldn't have right now, huh? (laughs) You, but you think what we would have, what we would have missed out on? I mean, for me, that Mm -hmm. just hurts my heart to think he could have given up because Lord knows I love my Prime shipping. Okay, Prime (laughs) members. But if, but if you think about it, that but that's a, a very. Great thing for people to research and think about when it comes to to walking in in your purpose, and you know so we will compare it to Amazon, so you know you started off being being this, and then you and then it it ends up going this way and this way, but he didn't give up in the process even though at that time his original intent it didn't it didn't start off that way. But because he, he even if he doubted himself, because I'm pretty sure he did. He was building something that was oh, yes. ridiculous, unheard of, unseen. He had a whole lot of competition. Nobody really was shopping online like talking about back then. No. You, and you it think went, people were going to bookstores. People didn't shop online right. to get a book. You went to Barnes book. and Nobles. Yeah, you went to the bookstore, and, you know, and you are correct, Amazon, is the largest <laughs> online um booksellers. It and it actually it's Amazon has basically no competition among online hmm. booksellers. Yeah. When you your own so competition. You say it. Now <laughs> when when did he start? Because I know you are on research mode. When did he yeah, originally start? Okay, let me get back over here so why while, while- y'all know Queen Levon is a our go to scripture lady <laughs> uh and our the researcher of the show, but that's a perfect a perfect example of it is you know and and then even though it went different paths, so you might get mm-hmm. doubting yourself because it seems like your original intention um. It's like going different ways, even though it's still in line, but it's going different ways. And look how it circled back, however many years later. Because mm-hmm. he and did they give did... up. Exactly. I mean, you think, look what he grown out of. Not only did he grow out of the garage just being a Ooh, online like book retailer. He not only grew out of the garage, he grew out of the umbrella as a as a online bookseller to being an online retailer. I mean he retails any and everything, but not only did he outgrow you know the umbrella, he created all of these avenues for other people and businesses, so that mm-hmm. people all over the world we have people that are international best selling authors on Amazon who otherwise book may have never left their city mm. Thank I mean you, you Thank think you. what he grew Definitely out though. of I know and he actually um, founded Amazon July the 5th 1994 Wow and then think about the the hard work he had to put in mm. because a lot yes. most of us are just Really, kind of dealing with Amazon with maybe the last three, four, five years something give or take
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: really mm-hmm. and he he's been grinding, so I mean, and he basically changed the world, so yep. you never know that's why I'd like self self doubt is is the devil self doubt mm-hmm. to keep you from changing changing the world look at uber uber is like a household name now even though we don't do uber where i live you that know how live? somebody said that no we don't know not where i live now <laughs> if i go to the city they probably okay. do it um we just getting waiter out here and that was a whole experience because some stranger coming to my door i made sure the dog was up in the house but um You know, with with Uber, could you imagine the the conversations with that? Mm. Can you imagine the conversations that happen with that internal conversations? Because what we don't realize, a lot of times our worst enemy is between our ears. Oh, God. Let me go post that. Jesus. (laughs) So you think about in in your head, you're thinking, okay, I want to start – a business where people just use their phone to get a ride from from some random stranger. Mm-hmm. This is how I would have played in my head because literally that's what Uber is. Do you and at the now Uber is everything. Like Uber is a um, somebody could will say Uber to describe something else. You know, and you know they but are it, going um, public. They are actually in the race that hopefully by first quarter of next year they will actually be on the New York stock stock exchange. That they are actually so. You think, like you said, not they didn't doubt being just a local. We're going to start this in a small town to being worldwide. Mhm. That's why it's wow. it's important um, to get with. Kings and queens on the same Mission as you and I posted this a while back and John Gray said it in one of his sermons I can't remember which one it was but he said um, The people that speak into your destiny Where you going Versus Your history it it don't Take much to, to know about my history you can read a book you could look at some of the stuff I post online you know where Valencia has been but those people Mm -hmm. that you know you you roll with those people that meant to be to be around and that you need in your life are those people that speak into your destiny you know even if it's LaVon I don't know where you're going but I know you are going somewhere can I go Go and we don't think about that. And you know, this kind of go back to what t- people to leave behind in twenty eighteen. Look, look at what they say. Listen to what mm-hmm. they say. Are they talking about? Um, do you miss going going to the club, or do you? Miss, you know, if they are, they talking about your past life, or, or where you going? Mm-hmm. Those are the the mm-hmm. rare. People, because no no farmer plants a seed reflecting two plants ago. They looking at that next crop, what this seed is going to produce. So that's that's something to think about with with self doubt. When like me, like I said, I talked to Queen LeVon when I was feeling in my feelings, because really that week before Dare, I never felt that kind of doubt in myself ever in my life that I could recall. And if I would have had that conversation with the wrong person, I, it it, it would have went another way. Not good, exactly. You know? Not good, but because, because they would have fed that doubt. Say it. They would have fed that doubt. I mean, that's what, if you don't have the right people, they would have fed that doubt. And then you would have either negated your responsibilities, which could have been detrimental to your I mean, to your future and to your actual purpose. Or they would have put you in such a headspace that when you got there, you wasn't performing at your best where you should have been. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at those people that you have in your circle, those people that you're allowing to speak into your life, because what she said is perfect. I mean, that's a true queen statement. Are they speaking into your past or are they speaking into your future? And you need, just Mm -hmm. like you want to watch those and how they drink water, you better watch how they're speaking to you. <laughs> I, that 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 should go down as like the define you quote of twenty eighteen. Watch how they <laughs> drink know. water. Yes, it you know, is. Watch how they drink drink water. But those, um, and I think kind of just like turning the show a little bit because this, like I said, this time of year people are are really dealing with self doubt. Um, because mm-hmm. they think about all the things they didn't accomplish in 2018. They're thinking about mm-hmm. all the things that went wrong. And that's why this time of year, depression is higher and suicide mm-hmm. is higher. And it, and I do believe a lot of those things start with self-doubt and dealing with your self-worth. And again, and we talked about it when we did a show a while back on depression, Google one of those numbers. Talk to somebody. I think part of that, and and I know what that feels like, especially if you have the people around you that will feed into your doubt. Oh, yeah. I, for the longest time, I didn't wear real talk. I didn't wear skirts. You would never see my knees, long story short. If I wore, Mm. I kept my knees covered because I'm knock knees. And that was something I was always self-conscious about. And because I was self-conscious about it, it made me doubt me as a person as far as like what I look like to the world. The world's looking at me like this. Mm -hmm. So that affected my, and we really have to connect the dots and look at the, the spiral effect. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm ugly because of my knees, something I can't do nothing about. Well, maybe now because they have all these surgeries, but, you know, we're talking about, like, teenage stuff, things I dealt with my whole life. Mm -hmm. And then I had the kind Mm -hmm. of people that would make fun of me because I was knock kneed. So I internalized it. I stopped wearing, I made sure if I wore a skirt or anything, my knees were covered. You couldn't tell I was knock kneed. Oh, wow. And you may be wondering, Valencia, how does that come full circle? Well, let me tell you. It's hot in Louisiana. Always wearing (laughs) pants. You know, always feeling like I'm limiting what I wear. It affects my confidence. If I wear pants, can they still tell I'm not me? Are people going to look at me like, you know, because I'm standing this way or whatever? Like, it affected a lot. And there's so many things that kept me from walking in my purpose. One of the things, that kept me from walking, and my purpose wasn't my knees. Actual, yeah, uh, actual walk, right? Because I'm wondering, walk. like, how how can I get up there and go speak, and people gonna look at the way I walk when I walk away, or when? Because you could tell I'm knock knee if you pay attention. <laughs> Until I started embracing that about me, and it, it's it's crazy. Um, but until I had to start embracing it like okay Valencia you can't change it so that kind of brings me to the next thing with defeating self doubt ask yourself this why can't I do x y and z if it's coming to you doing something so valencia why can't you go see uh because I don't want people to see me walking cuz they're going to be able to tell I'm not clean they're going to make fun of me and don't Things Mm -hmm. that seem crazy now, but it made so much sense then. Mm -hmm. Can I do anything about it? No. Mm -mm. So now, anybody, yeah. Because now, I mean, I love my knees because what I realized about my knees is they give me a unique stand that when I take pictures, it always comes out like a power (laughs) pose. That's not intentional. I'm not me. That's how I stand. Girl, so, you be ready, though. and this real talk. <laughs> when people say, "Oh, Valencia, you pose so cute," and everything else, I'm, and I'm like, "What?" Because I'm really not posing. This is how I stand because I'm not me. So the very thing that was um, the foundation wow. of me not loving myself and doubt myself and keeping me from my purpose is the very thing that makes me stand out today. Oh, wow. Mm 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 mm. Now that was good. That's my two cents mm-hmm. on that Queen LeBon. <laughs> that's good. But and you know, but if we could all get that mindset or begin to see things like that or see ourselves that way, because it is a lot of times it's our own like you said, that war, that battle that we're having in between our ears and our minds, that's where it starts. We're having that own mental battle But that one thing that we think Everybody is you know shushing us And shying us and looking at us You know can really be that thing That sets us up To stand out To be different Because we were intended to be different And to stand out So for you to you know take And it's like taking that power back From that self-doubt You reclaiming your power If you don't defeat it, that's the next thing I have written down. If you don't defeat it, you will fall victim to it. Wow. And I've seen you will fall victim to it. And I can think of areas of my life. I think of people you know that literally have talked themselves out of accomplishing anything, doing anything. I I know people, I'm not naming names, have have the have what they need to buy a house. Have the desire to buy a house. But because they got so mentally trained to think that having a house is not for them and because they've been living in apartments their whole life, they doubt they could buy the house Even though all the pieces are there Everything they need to buy a house is there But they doubt that, that it's for them They doubt that, you know, doubt themselves so much Like how I could keep up with a mortgage payment Well, nine times out of ten, your mortgage is going to be cheaper than rent anyway Amen Amen. I was disgusted. I literally, I was disgusted when I really thought about that, and really mm-hmm. not just thought about it, but really did the research and was like, "What?" So, it's what is self doubt keeping you from doing? Is it keeping you out of a relationship just because you might have jacked up all the other relationships you was in? Hmm. I mean, you, you can't allow it? it to be that stronghold. I mean, you can't allow it to be that stronghold for you, though, because like you said, that doubt is going to keep you from walking into some things that are greater than what you are. I mean, mm. i just still just thinking about, you know, Amazon. Think about, you know, even with Apple, with Facebook. You know, mm. it's all these different um Businesses that almost seem like they just came about overnight but have such a strong following that has such a strong um, stance in the market right now that you think what that person, if someone had brought into that self-doubt and said, oh, you can't be bigger than an online bookstore, that's all, you know, and said you couldn't do more than that and you just held hold to just, okay, all I can do is sell books. And you have people over here that's trying, you know, saying, well, can you ship this product? Can you do this? Can I sell this? You know, no, all I can do is book. You just stopped yourself from being greater Mm. or bigger than what you are. You know, it's just, yes. I'm just like, if you sit and think about it that way, it is, we can keep ourselves from being so great just because we are afraid to be so great. Mm. it's like how it does if you would think that that doesn't even that's make a sense. good one but we do it we talk ourselves out of being great just because of the fear mm. i got i have i have one more example mm. netflix oh yeah netflix wow. now uh and i and i like to compare it because i as a businesswoman i Study businesses. I want to know your story, how you how you started. Oh, I'm just learning about you for five years, but you've been around for, since 94. What kept you going? So you research where you want to go, period, point blank on anything. Not where mm-hmm. you at, not where you've been. Research where you want to go. You better believe I know the story of J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for y'all that don't know, that's uh, the lady that, um, you know, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Harry, Harry Potter, Potter. Yeah. Valencia why do you know that oh okay cause don't worry about it you gonna see I'm, I I researched her I've researched Oprah I've researched uh, Jeff Bezos you know I've researched mm-hmm. Netflix why because these are household names that we know started by ordinary people and it's different reasons mm-hmm. for J.K. Rowling because I am Going to name it and claim it And work for it that I will Be a billionaire black Author I will yes, be on the cover you. of Forbes or that Forbes call me Now Whether it takes five years or twenty Something years I'm just telling y'all Y'all can write it down today Yeah because I did research on that too Millionaire billionaire authors And if you're an author, you should know that. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm getting angry. I'm sorry, J.K. (laughs) Rollins. I'm not mad at you. But when we go, when we think about Netflix, right, nobody, who was watching movies online? Nobody ever heard of it. But what's so funny, the people um, that created Netflix, well, I don't know their name. I don't know. That bothers me. But the people that created Netflix went to Blockbuster. Hey, I got we got a great idea. We would really like to partner with y'all and make this thing work. Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's going to do that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where's Blockbuster now? Right. I could tell you what's in the building that used to be Blockbuster out here. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I think it's Big Lots or Kato's or something. But mm-hmm. you have to think about that. So you could you imagine being the creators of, of Netflix and you got this hot idea that you believe in after fighting through yourself down enough to even create something like that, then you go to a business that you respect, you know other people use, and they turn you down like you're nothing mm-hmm. to invest. So I'd say – you take the Amazon approach to everything. Take the Netflix approach to what you do, especially Netflix. Mm. Take that, oh, okay, I'm going to show you. It's one thing for me to doubt mm-hmm. me. It's a whole other thing for you to doubt me. So look how they demolished yeah. Blockbuster because of mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. Blockbuster's own ego. And look at the people that, that's feeding into your self-doubt. Because some of them may feed into your self-doubt because they feel like you ain't on their level. I'm not saying it's right or wrong to for what I'm about to say. Oh, God. The following opinion is not necessarily supported by Define You <laughs> movement. That's my disclaimer. <laughs> but look okay. at, at the people. You know, I had to throw that disclaimer out there because some of them are very yeah. valencia Moments, mm-hmm. but you look at the people with the ego that look at you like you not nothing because you have the audacity to want to compete with them. Ooh. and you make it that mm. your mission to not only compete with them but to completely demolish them or put them. Now that may not be very Christian like, but this is we're talking about. You know, some real life. I don't know what it's going to take. For for people to fuel that thing And sometimes the best fuel The best thing to contradict self-doubt Is to have a mission of You can't tell me what I'm going to be And not going to be Even exactly. if it's in the mirror Because I've had to say that to myself Valencia, you're not going to tell me Who Valencia is going to be And that I am my own competition. I went through an issue like, have I hit my height? Can I do another bestseller? Is that my height? Yeah, that's good enough. You, That's good enough. And I had to have a real life self-talk with Valencia. Mm-hmm. And it was an ugly talk, but it was a real talk. Why not you? Why stop there? I have to drop the mic early in the show. I say early, but it's not early in the show, but I'm just being honest. A lot of times, uh, you know, sometimes I'm going to be honest. It's the people that have doubted me. And I can't remember if I said this, probably not last show because we talked about about money. But Mother of a Child Mm -hmm. was the first that I published myself that was a bestseller. And I put so much work into that, into the marketing. I was proud of it. I was, pr- it was like, It was like having a baby all over again. Did I doubt what it was going to do? Did I doubt everything about it? Yes, but I did it anyway. Because there's something about when you already announced something publicly, you kind of like committed to the world oh, that you're going to do it. Yes, you are. And I discuss a lot of personal things. In in the book, and a lot of people were not not happy. I've gotten different messages for people that feel like whatever kind of way about the book. What did I use that as motivation? I'm just going to be real 2018 kind of honest right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So let me show you what God put in me and how I know it could be done. How I know this is what I was supposed to do, and a few months after the release of Motherless Child, Through the Valley became a bestseller. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew I had to prove, not so much to them, but I had to prove to me that hey, you're on purpose, not just walking in your purpose. You are on your a, own purpose. And so now me dealing with, with that issue of doubt of what I could do and whether or not I publish another book that's a, a bestseller or whatever, I don't doubt that anymore because now it's like why why I can't. Why I can't be mm-hmm. not not the black J.K. Rollins with the black Valencia, B.S. Uh, Wallace, and S is my middle name, or B.G. Wallace, whatever, <laughs> Because when she was uh, on benefits, because that's what they call it on that side of the of the world, when she was on benefits writing Harry Potter and everybody told her how stupid it was, nobody going to believe in some magical kid in some, please read the story. I'm telling you, research where you want to go if y'all get nothing else to, to help you with that self-doubt. Research the people that, that did it. She on the bus writing after being rejected, rejected. This story is so stupid, 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 stupid. Now she is a a billionaire. They have rides named behind a character, this woman on benefits or welfare for us in America. Mm -mm. They have rides based off of this woman's book. Wow. And look at what she does t- now. Okay, and she and she gives back. She gives back. I want to say that too because people don't realize wow. uh, something. I I want to touch on just say real quick, um, kind of part part of our inbox discussions that we have. Um, one of the things that I do when I sew, I sew into the area I need or want, and and mm-hmm. I bring that up because if it's an area. In your life that you're doubting, you could do. If it's something about you or what you want to do, you doubt. Find somebody that's doing that thing, and sow your your love, sow your motivation, sow your support into that area. Because sometimes when I doubt what I'm doing, real talk, it's mm-hmm. the it's the. Queens that sow into me, and because they sow into me, they fill me back up to where I'm no longer doubting myself, and I could sow back. And so, you you understand what I'm saying? You know, my words get mm-hmm. get mixed up sometimes. Mm-mm. No, I so like it, that. I really like that. Okay, I, I was wondering because you know how stuff makes sense in your head, but when they come out your mouth, they kind of turn three ways to Sunday. No. Because <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it that way, you know. Because I'm like you, I believe I believe in sewing, and I believe in sewing. I've always saw like myself sewing into other people's dreams. If I know people say, you know, if I have someone that I truly believe in what they're saying, and they say they want to write a book, you know, then I don't. I will if I see the opportunity. Oh, let me buy that coaching package. Let me sew this into this person's life because I think this will be a good fit for them. But I mean, you took it to a whole nother level because you're saying sewing into your own dreams, and it's not directly as far as you know. I'm going to invest in myself, but you sewing into someone that you're seeing doing what you want to manifest in your life. Mm-hmm. That and you, I mean, you'll that's a wow. Yeah, because if wow. you, if you're dealing with self doubt and let's say you have a mm-hmm. friend that's dealing with self doubt low self esteem so mm-hmm. some words of life into them mm-hmm. and it's so so simple we look for and i i love affirmations i love affirmations mm-hmm. i love them I love affirmations people need to learn how to write them with questions um write affirmations and questions form question form, y'all need to Google that because to me they really work. Oh, so instead of saying okay. I could lose fifteen pounds is more like why why should I lose fifteen pounds? And it I could easily answer that. Or why mm-hmm. can't I lose fifty pounds? Or what you know, putting it putting it something that way that it deserves an answer. Okay. If your, so if your it requires affirmations a response deserve, yes, say it. Okay. Okay. And it's a response only you can give. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling y'all, it, it, it works. You Sometimes when you're dealing with unconventional things, and if you're somebody that's, like, confident and everything else, when you're dealing with self-doubt and it's like a strange foreign animal to you, you need to take some unconventional methods. Number one, I always... Prayer, I'm telling you, people, is not cliche. I'm not just saying it because it's cute. Prayer works. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, honey. Yes, it does. But don't just pray. Don't just pray and think, okay, I'm good. No, you pray Mm -hmm. and you continue to to speak into yourself and follow those other steps. Follow those other things and do it anyway. Do it anyway. Write write that book. Go out and speak get find out what that person is about after you've researched them off social media to see if that's your mm-hmm. future husband. <laughs> you better do the research. That's my that my 10 cents. I gave all a 10 cents right there. Queen LeBon, what tips would you give a king or queen that really battles self-doubt because I know self doubt leads to depression. It does because you will doubt your doubt yourself, and you'll eventually not do anything. And then you'll look at everybody else around you that's doing stuff, and you'll feel mm-hmm. like you don't measure up. It's a, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. People don't understand where it starts. You don't just wake up depressed. It, it's a it's a seed oh. that is that's planted. That infection somewhere. is spread. It is. Go ahead, Queen. I'm listening. Oh wow! I mean, that is good. I mean, and Valencia, you've said, "Oh my gosh, you!" I have so much here. <laughs> That's what happens so when much. coffee kick in.
1: <laughs> I
0: know, but what I think one of the biggest things I uh, you said, which speaks to self doubt, which speaks to self worth, which speaks to owning, you know, your gifts, your talents, your power, taking back your power, just everything. And I know you felt like it was a little unconventional, you know, that's why you gave the disclaimer. (laughs) However, I think it is something for us to think and just let it, you know, just kind of set and resonate in us. Because what if you were to take on that mindset that, you know what, someone may be speaking into my self-doubt, someone may be adding to your self-doubt, someone may be planting the seed of the self-doubt or the doubt mm. itself into what you can do. But if you think, you know what, just because they are the competitor, because, see, sometimes, you know, everybody don't want you to win. Fair. You know, we see Fair. people going around talking about it's our winning season and everybody attached to me win. But you, some people, that you attached to them, but they really don't want you to win. I'm, I mean, that's the truth, you know, and you have to hear it here. So what they will paint this picture, they will have a very – sly way of painting that picture of self-doubt in you by telling you, oh, you know, I remember when I started out, it was this hard or you have to do this and Mm. now everybody's doing it. You know, they will begin to give you all of this negative. (laughs) All of this negative talk. But that's what happens. And so they, knowing that you are in competition or because they are a little bit prideful, they will begin to say those types of things. But it's us like you said, what if you take those words back and you not only take them but you get in a position where you require them to take the words back and not only do you, now your competitor becomes you know, your customer. They become black, black, black that mindset. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's what I was thinking about when you were saying that. You know, you think they told Netflix. They told, um, and I think I want to go back to it. I had their name Hastings and Reed. I think was the name, um, the two names for the guys. Okay. Yes. Uh, Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph um when they start when they can you imagine when they walked into that business meeting and had this proposal and you think they came with good intentions how about we pull our resources together i'm bringing you this idea where you can not only it's going to be a mutually beneficial business deal for us both but blockbuster is looking at them because they're not forward thinking what Queen, what yeah. Queen um, Valencia just said, Man. they weren't thinking, they weren't speaking into their future. They weren't forward thinking. Like, no, who's going to want to do that? Nobody's going to want to be looking at videos. You know, people don't, don't care about coming. People like coming to Blockbuster. But, see, what they didn't, you know, think about is that the at that time, and well, this was 1990, 1997, I think, when they were founded, the Internet mm. wasn't as big as it is now. See, they didn't see the potential for the growth. And so we have to make sure we have people that can see our potential for growth because they may say, you know what, you're in the garage, but I see you in uh, in one of those towers sitting in the um, center of New York. You know, I see you. They'd be able to speak into that future. So what happens if we were to change our mindset and say, you know what, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. Because I believe Uh, in this. I believe in me. You know, I hear what you're saying, but you know, it's something in my gut that's telling me this is the right thing to do. So you can't allow self doubt to destroy your purpose. You you just can't. One, I want to go one better. Um, Because it just came to my mind. And a lot of people probably don't remember this because. People probably re- barely remember Blockbuster, such a mm-hmm. distant, inconvenient memory. <laughs> God. do you remember when Blockbuster tried to start a mailing service where they? Because remember, that's how oh, Netflix yes. started with mailing. Yes. Um, mailing it. And then, but they were forward thinking. So then, okay, well, we're going to try this online thing. But a lot of people don't remember how, that's how Netflix started. And they were successful in mailing the mm-hmm. movies, that whole service. And you remember when, it seemed like Blockbuster mm-hmm. tried that for a split second. Yeah, it didn't work because I remember late. us doing it. Mm-hmm. You tried it? Yes, I remember that. And whatever happened is Redbox still around? They are still around, but they are becoming more and more of the past because Netflix is still, I mean, and even now you think from Netflix has come, you know, you got Hulu and you got, um, gosh, so much Swing TV or Sling Prime TV, whatever. Video. Yeah, Prime Video. So you have, but even, it's for me, it's like they birth other things, and it's not like you're taken away from us. And what we have to offer is like the we talked about the bread aisle. Mm. It's it's room enough for for all of us, you know. I'm gonna let me stay over here in my lane. I'm gonna cater to the people that you know I'm intended to cater to, and then let Prime Video cater to the people that it's intended to cater to. It, but in the beginning, they didn't. They—it's not like they didn't want to share the wealth, you know. They're, you know, when you go to Blockbusters, like, come on, we can do this together, you know. That was their loss. Look at Netflix mm. now. First, they doubt you. Mm-hmm. They laugh at you. Mm-hmm. Then they try to compete with you, and then you demolish mm-hmm. them. Hashtag Netflix mentality for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you have and, to add the last one. At, at some point, they're going to have to learn to respect you. Okay, see that—that's putting a nice a nice edge on it. But yes, definitely. When <laughs> they and, come and, back, you know, they have to respect you. And to me, they should be teaching. Blockbuster, that whole thing, and if people put a, you could teach it in business class, but you could teach it as a mm-hmm. learning experience in life. Mm-hmm. That Netflix, and if if we kind of go back to Amazon, because I really need Jeff Bezos to call me. I want to pick his brain. I just need a good five minutes. I promise I could get a whole lot done. <laughs> okay. Yes, he could. <laughs> but do you think of, if we think of Walmart, and if anybody has done some research looked at them numbers and everything else. They have Walmart's closing left, right, and sideways. Yes, they're, they're trying everything. I love self self checkout. They have, um, you know, now it's Walmart.com, which I use frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you think about Walmart, and so at the time when Amazon was really building. His, if I'm not mistaken, their competition was Walmart, e- even for a long time when he, when they started get into other products, and of course, yeah. the Walton's just laughing. Huh? We ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Who is this little mm-hmm. online company? And now they doing grocery orders and start started delivery as well. Even though they don't deliver to my house, not yet. Mm-hmm. But you have to think about it, and you think about how walmart and then you could kind of get you could even take that as a lesson in do right because walmart put a lot of smaller business businesses out of Mm -hmm. business yes they came to dominate take over no holes, barred they wasn't trying to share a piece and it's too much money out here so can you imagine your business air quotes your 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 business your idea your uh your life, the things you want to accomplish, and you looking at the biggest people—that would be like impossible. That you talk about self-doubt, like I'm competing against Walmart. Who am I? This little stupid idea I'm building in my doggone raggedy garage, and they already billionaires. Who am I mm-hmm. to to write a book? to try to compete with J.K. Rowling? Who am I to try to lose weight so I could become a, a famous bodybuilder and teach kids about health because the obesity rate and juvenile diabetes is ridiculous? But I, my closing thought for the show is like two things. Why not you? and And so what? I'd, I'd rather a Oops Like that quote says I'd rather a oops than a what if What if you yes. didn't pass your man up Because you doubted You could have a healthy relationship You didn't pass up a whole millionaire For instance Mm-mm. You doubted Could have been a real know, queen Okay <laughs>
1: You what done, if, done passed up Megan the king Of some
0: island you know Yeah. yes yeah. exactly exactly yes hit yes, it hit yes. it because I feel it I feel it you about to say it <laughs> yes. go ahead go ahead yeah. go ahead but <laughs> I'm not going to start with the queen of Wakanda but I mean you think what if she had have been like I'm too broken the last relationship was so bad that I don't want to ever be in another relationship you done passed up being heir I mean, to the real, to a real kingdom on earth. Wow. And we We can talk about all the things, all the things she had going against her that they Mm -hmm. don't allow. So that's another way to defeat self-doubt. You've got to be willing to break some rules and say, you know, so what? I mean, oh, well. She was divorced. Um, She was American. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. I think she renounced her, her, um, American C which is not a word but uh you know and she was what is black. hmm. You breaking rules from you then you older than him. Mm. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. We not having um, those kind of shenanigans up in this palace. <laughs> like not we in not this having them. No. Jesus. Do you, you know, do you know how many people probably came to her, which I understand why she distanced herself from some of her family and friends. You know how many people mm-hmm. came to her in the process of them, quote, unquote, dating? Girl, please, Can you imagine don't allow all no black person heard. up in the palace. yeah mm, That's what I was just going to say. Can you imagine all the stuff she heard, the negative, the doubt that was planted? You just mm. a fantasy of his. He ain't gonna never take you in public. Now she about to have a whole, a whole. She extended her, her airness, because mm, mm, she's pray. Yeah. And you never saw her, uh, you know, like you would see you when you see pictures of her. She looks like I belong here. And there's yeah. no way she didn't take that trip. You know, with not just the press and uh, Mm -hmm. her family and everybody saying all these negative things about her, her knowing all the things she had against her. Because if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken, that's like was one of their laws uh, that, like, he couldn't, they can't marry somebody that's been divorced. Wow. She had a whole marriage up under her belt. And, of course, when did we learn all about this? When she had the audacity to think she was one day going to marry this man. I didn't mm-hmm. even know who she was because I ain't never watched the show. Mm-hmm. But now you know every I, I mean, now after you find that everybody, they tell you everything about the child business. Right. Everything. So I, I would say where I said take, have, build on your Megan Markle confidence. Mm-hmm. That's a ha- hashtag MM type of confidence <laughs> Netflix type of confidence Because every, mm-hmm. everybody they talking to her Probably can't even come up in London Right now or talked about her mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they start five pulling out the old pictures out. You know they start pulling out The old pictures now You remember when she looked You know what it's alright mm-hmm. That's so why cute. I post some of my old pictures even even mm-hmm. when I look like a young Tupac with my blue um, pearls on. So <laughs> okay nobody come out and say, look what Valencia used to look like. Because I actually, real talk, I know we like got like five minutes left. I actually had somebody <laughs> related to me ask me, um, and I say related, but you know, one of my daddy wives, ex-wives, ask me If I had, like, some sort of, some surgery, if I had surgery, like, on my face or something like that, because how I look, I promise on everything I love, because how I look as a kid where I had a a more round face, and that's really the only thing that changed. I had the same nose and lips and stuff, but a more round face, like certain things about, no, I grew up, I grew into (sighs) Valencia. Yeah, but that made me honestly. I had to. I was like, Do I look that much different? I, is people thinking like I had surgery or something in my face? Really, I yeah. had a moment from something I knew wasn't true. Mm-mm. If I had surgery type of funds, I wouldn't have surgery on my face. Probably <laughs> add some hip. <laughs> Girl, be like, look, the, ain't nothing wrong with the face. There's some, If I wanted to have some surgery, there's some places right. I would invest into. <laughs> but not, not my face. Not at least not mm-hmm. right now. Now, what I may or may not do in 10-20 years, I'm not gonna say. But as a, at at this point, I just grew into me, and I think when you start to love yourself and appreciate yourself, certain things about you do change. Cause I used to hate my my big lips, and now people buying them, so I shine them lips up. Every picture I take, you better look how shiny them lips is. <laughs> you are so crazy, but you are so right because they are people paying for that. You know, paying for this, it, paying for these. I never forget my cousin used to call them soup coolers and mm-hmm. other terms I won't say. Some of <laughs> but y'all now probably it's go like off. you know what they had them honey doing out going out they way trying to get them. Mm-hmm. And I got these all mm-hmm. natural. I know. Blitz. That's my that's my closing mm-hmm. closing thoughts queen babon. What would you like to leave the audience with tonight? My <laughs> closing thoughts for the audience is one Tonight, Queen um, Val has given us some great examples of coming from the garage. You know, and I heard someone say co- going from um, Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts actually did a sermon entitled From the Prison to the Palace. And that's what uh. tonight's talk, topic has been about taking that mentality, you know, that prison mentality that holds us hostage, with your self doubt, that you can break those chains. And you can actually move to the palace like our princess, um, prince, um, Princess, um, Mar- what's her last name, May- Markle? Yeah. I think that's her last name. Um, Megan. But just, We're going to just yeah, say Megan, Megan like we know yeah, her. Just Megan. I know. <laughs> That you can actually take that because you can take those insecurities, you can take that self-doubt, and you can take those words, that negative talk that other people have spoken into, but be able to speak into, sometimes you have to speak into your own future. But then look for those people that are willing to do the same thing because I promise you there is someone that is looking at you and thinking, oh, my God. You know, they have it really going on. They look like they got it all together, but they don't understand the war that is raging inside of you. So you continue to show up for yourself and continue to show up for those people that are assigned to you and get you a team, get you a tribe. doesn't take but a handful that's going to be willing to speak into who you are and where you're going. And until you Uh. get that group of people, get you a motivational board, get you a vision board, get your affirmations – be your own cheerleader and that's my thought and with that being said I don't know if we ever ran the clock down that quick (laughs) with that being said kings and queens if we don't do uh, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram and Facebook to see if we're going to do another show before the year is out but with that being said take all the lessons uh, from 2018 and Enjoy life because YOLO. You only live once. With that being said, y'all have a great night. Good night.